Blog Talk Radio.
Father God, I thank you for another opportunity, God, to sit before your people tonight, God, to tell them what thus says the Lord. I pray, God, that this message, God, will be delivered the way that you gave it to me, God, and that it will impact the lives of the people that it's supposed to impact on tonight, God, that your name may get the glory. God, I ask that you use me mightily tonight, God, for your benefit, however you see fit, in the name of Jesus, to God be the glory. Amen. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Prolific Fire, everybody. I am your humble host, Prophetess Stacy. Thank you for taking the time to join me on tonight. As I always say, I pray that the word of the Lord is a blessing unto you. Let's get right into it for tonight. 
The foundational text comes from 1 Timothy chapter 1, verses 15 through 16. That's 1 Timothy chapter 1, verses 15 through 16 from the New Century Version, the NCV. These are the words of the Apostle Paul. It is true, and you should fully accept it. Christ Jesus came into came into the world to save sinners, of whom I am the worst. But I was given mercy, so that in me, the worst of all sinners, Christ Jesus, could show that he has patience without limit. His patience with me made me an example example for those who would believe in him and have life forever. Again, that's First Timothy one fifteen through sixteen, New Century Version. Here, buried in Scripture, is the Apostle Paul condemning himself for being what he thinks is the worst of all sinners. Notice, I said he's condemning himself for what he thinks is the worst of all sinners. Twice he calls himself the worst of all sinners. It makes me ask the question tonight, what are you calling yourself in your private time when you're alone and it's just you and God? Because he's listening when nobody else is. When it's just you and God, what are you saying to yourself? What are you calling yourself? Don't get me wrong. I'm thankful God had mercy on him and and used him as an example of how patient he can be. God used him as an example of how patient he could be towards towards those of us who were still to come, and I'm thankful for that. But the Apostle Paul really couldn't be the worst of of all sinners. He just couldn't be the worst of all sinners. But But was the Apostle Paul really the worst of all sinners? Sure, he was a sinner. I'm not debating that. Sure, he was a sinner, just like the rest of us, before we got saved for real. But was he really the worst of all sinners? You know, I like to make his speak on prolific fire, so think about that for a minute. He was a sinner, just like the rest of us. But what gives him the right to say that he was the worst of all sinners? Was he really the worst of all sinners? Think about it. Think about the millions, the millions if not billions, of sinners being born every day. Think about the billions, if not mi- the millions, if not billions, of sinners being born every day. Because the Bible says we were born in sin right from the start. We were born in sin right from the start. I got scriptures to back it up. Surely I was sinful at birth, sinful from the time my mother conceived me. Psalms 51, verse 5, NIV. From birth, evil people turn away from God. From birth, evil people turn away from God. They wander off and tell lies as soon as they are born. Psalms 58 and 3 from the NCV. So how... Tell me how. Make it make sense. How can the Apostle Paul possibly be the worst? 
So how can the Apostle Paul possibly be the worst? The Apostle Paul calling himself the worst of all sinners is just like you when you refer to yourself as a black sheep of the family. And don't say you don't because a lot of you do. The Apostle Paul calling himself the worst of all sinners is just like you when you refer to yourself as a black sheep of the family. It's self-condemnation. It's self-condemnation. It's you in your own words speaking negatively about yourself. It's you in your own words speaking negatively about yourself. So what if you don't fit in with the rest of your family? So what if you always feel left out? Could it be that you're not the black sheep of the family at all? Could it be that you're not the black sheep of the family at all? But what you are is peculiar. And you know I can back this up. What you are is peculiar. But ye are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a peculiar people. That ye should draw, that that ye should show forth the praises of Him who have called you out of darkness into His marvelous light. First Peter, two and nine, King James Version. Peculiar, meaning you're special, because you were chosen from the foundation of the world to be God's own possession. Peculiar in the scripture soon, uh, simply means. You're special because you were chosen from the foundation of the earth to be God's own possession. You are not, hear me, you are not the black sheep of the family. What you are is peculiar, special, chosen. You are not the worst one of all your siblings. Somebody else, where there's a lot of you all, You've been told that you're the worst one out of all of, all of your siblings. Let me apologize tonight. I'm sorry for all the times you've been told that. But you know what? A lie has a way of feeling like the truth. A lie has a way of feeling like the truth the more it gets said. So stop saying. Stop condemning yourself. Stop tearing yourself down. I don't care who told you that, who made you feel that way about yourself. You don't have to keep on repeating it. Stop saying it. Stop condemning yourself. Stop tearing yourself down. Somebody under the sound of my voice, you have fully convinced yourself that you are the worst, the worst mother, the worst cook, the worst spouse. In your mind, you are the worst person you ever met. In your mind, you are still just an old sinner saved by grace. You don't know how God could even love you. That's how bad it's gotten in your mind. You don't even know at this point how God could even love you. To you, it makes no sense. To you, it makes no sense. Because like the Apostle Paul, you just think you're the worst of all sinners. Like the Apostle Paul, you've gotten it in your head that no matter what other people have done, that you yourself is the worst of all sinners. Stop condemning yourself. Once again, stop condemning yourself. When I think about the word condemn, 
the first thing that comes to mind is the image of a wrecking ball being used to tear down an old building, etc. You've probably seen something like that. They use a wrecking ball, come in and just knock that building down. And that's what I think about uh, when I think about the word condemned. I think about a wrecking ball being used to tear down an old building. So self-condemnation is the devil using you like a wrecking ball to tear yourself down. Self-condemnation is the devil using you like a wrecking ball to tear yourself down. Stop condemning yourself, doing the devil's dirty work for him. I want you to stop after you've heard this message tonight. I want you to stop from this night forward. Stop condemning yourself, doing the devil's dirty work for him. Self-condemnation, tonight's message. Therefore, there is now no condemnation. Listen to the word of God. Therefore, there is now no condemnation, no guilty verdict, no punishment for those who are in Christ Jesus, who believe in him as personal Lord and Savior. Romans 8 and 1 from the Amplified. You see, you are so used to talking negative about yourself that you don't even you don't even realize that you're harming yourself with your own words. Somebody, you're so used to being negative about yourself. Some of you, you've been doing it for as long as you can remember. You, you don't even really think too much about it. It's just something that you do. It come out your mind without you even thinking about it. You're so used to talking negative about yourself that you don't even realize that you're harming yourself with your own words. You don't even realize that the devil is using you to bring condemnation on yourself. You don't even realize that the devil is using you. He's not using nobody else all the time. Yes, yes, the devil uses people, but sometimes it's not people that he's using. He will use you against you if you let him. And I'm telling you tonight, don't let him. Don't let him. I know you've let him do some things, get away from some things. This far, but you didn't know. This message is coming forth as a eye-opening message, as a warning to some. And I pray that you heed it and that you change and you watch what's coming out of your mouth. Because you don't realize that the devil is using you to bring condemnation on yourself. Your words have power. Your words have power. Therefore, be mindful of what you're saying about yourself. Be mindful of what you're saying about yourself. The same way most of us just wouldn't open our mouths and say anything about any, just anything, any random thing about a person, about somebody else. Think of yourself the same way. The way you, the way that you're careful about what you say about other people. Be careful about what you say about yourself. Be mindful about what you say when it comes to you. Think about it. The Bible says you were made in the image of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. That's from the Amplified. The Bible says you were made in the image of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. According to their likeness, you were made. Then God said, let us, Father, Son, Holy Spirit, make man in our image according to our likeness. Not physical, but a spiritual personality 
somebody, you got a spiritual personality. As a matter of fact, everybody on the sound of my voice, you got a spiritual personality. It's right there in the scripture. Then, then God said, let us, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, make man in our image according to our likeness. Not physical, but a spiritual personality and moral likeness. Genesis 1.26, Amplified. Therefore, inside of you is the same power to create whatever you say. Therefore, inside of you is the same power to create to create whatever you say. The same way God could speak and say, let us make man and man appear. The same way God could say, let there be light and light appear. Genesis 1 and 3, NIV. If you read Genesis 1, he just kept speaking. He kept speaking and self kept appearing and you're no different because you were made in the likeness of the trinity in the image of the trinity every day your mouth when it's open speaking is creating creating every day when your mouth is open speaking is in creative mode you're bringing to life whatever you say so if you're constantly ragging on yourself putting yourself down Speaking negatively about the about the person God created you to be, you are helping the devil. You stop helping him. That's not your job to help him, but that's what you're doing right now. You are helping the devil condemn you. You are helping the devil condemn condemn you. You are helping the devil to to successfully bring allegations against you in the spirit realm. Somebody, you are successfully helping the devil bring allegations against you in the realm of the spirit, in the spirit realm. Allegations you can't even argue against. You can't even argue against it right now because the devil is accusing you with the words that that came out of your mouth. You can't argue against it because right now he has a right because he's arguing, arguing against you. With the words that came out of your mouth. So you can't even fight back right now. Remember, he is the accuser of the brethren, according to Revelation 12 and 10 from the King James Version. Which is why you should make it a habit. Make it a habit to think before you speak. Many people don't, but you should think before you speak. Death and life are in the power of the tongue. Proverbs 18 and 21, King James Version, meaning you have the power via your tongue to condemn yourself or to speak blessings on yourself, death or life. Death, condemnation, life, blessings. Simple as that. You have the power to create just what you say. You have the power to create just what you say. So if your life don't look the way that you think you should check out what you're saying. Are you saying I'm the worst mother? I'm the black sheep of the family. I'm the worst child out of all the children my mother had. I'm a complete failure. I'm the worst student. I stuck at doing business, trying to be in business. I can't keep a job. My employer don't like me. I have a problem with coworkers. On every job that I've been on so far, I have a problem with coworkers, etc. No one likes me, favors me. I'm the worst. Here's 
his Apostle Paul's words again. I'm the worst. Like the Apostle Paul, I'm the worst of all sinners. You know what you're saying over yourself. I can go on and on and on. But you know the negative things you've been saying about yourself in secret. In secret. You've been hiding it from everybody else. But when you're alone with yourself, you don't talk so good. And I'm here to tell you, if you've been saying negative things like this about yourself, you are condemning yourself. And because you were made in the likeness of the Father, the Son, and Holy Spirit, these things will manifest and be just what you said, just just what you spoke them to be. And it would be too late for you to refute the charges. The allegations are true because you made them be true when you spoke them. The allegations are true because you made them be true when you spoke them, knowing that you carry the same creative genes. Hear me, you you carry the same creative genes as the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. I don't know about you, but that blessed me when I read that in the Amplified, that I carry the same genes as the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. I was made. Not just in God's image, but in the Trinity's image. The Father, the Son, and Holy Spirit. Therefore, beloved, practice saying what the Word of God says about you. Therefore, beloved, this is your assignment. Practice saying what the Word of God says about you. Not what you feel or you think is true. Because according to the Apostle Paul, he thought himself to be the worst of all sinners. Nobody told him that. He didn't have to say that. He could have just said, before the Lord came in and saved me, I was a sinner just like you. But he had patience on me, made me an example of how patient he could be. He could have he could have wrote it just like that. But it got in his head that he's the worst of all sinners. And somebody, you got stuff in your head that's not true. It is not true, but because you've been saying it, you've been rehearsing it, it seems to be true. Remember, I just told you that a lie can feel like the truth. Therefore, beloved, you need to you need to practice saying what the Word of God says about you, not what you feel or think is true. Again, a lie can feel like the truth. Say what, therefore, say what God says about you. Renew your mind the truth of God's word. Renew your mind to the truth of God's word. God's word. Romans 12 and 2. Speaking God's word over your over yourself. Speaking God's word over yourself, over your mind is the only way to verbally break self-condemnation. Somebody, you ready to speak the word of God over yourself? Are you ready to speak the word of God over yourself? Say it with me. I am fearfully and wonderfully made. I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Psalms 139, verse 14, NIV. I am chosen, raw, holy, peculiar. I am chosen, raw, holy, peculiar. 1 Peter 2 and 9. King James Version. This is one of my favorite scriptures. Out of all the peoples on the face of the earth, 
The Lord has chosen me. You got to make the word of God personal. The Lord has chosen me to be his treasured possession. Say it with me. Out of all the peoples on the face of the earth, the Lord has chosen me to be his treasured possession. Deuteronomy 14 and 2, NIV. I can do all things which he has called me to do through him who scriptures and empowers me to fulfill his purpose. I am self-sufficient in Christ's sufficiency. I'm ready for anything and equal to anything through him who infuses me with inner strength and confident peace. Again, I can do all things which he has called me to do through him who strengthens and empowers me to fulfill his purpose. I am self-sufficient in Christ's sufficiency. I am ready for anything and equal to anything through him who infuses me with inner strength and confident peace. Philippians 4 and 13 Amplified. The Lord will make me the head leader and not the tail follower, and I will be above only, and I will not be beneath. Again, the Lord will make me the head leader and not the tail follower, and I will be above only, and I will not be beneath. Deuteronomy 28, verse 13, Amplified. God surrounds me with his shield of love. God surrounds me with his shield of love. Psalms 5 and 12 from the New Living Translation. God surrounds me with his favor. Psalms 5 and 12 from the NIV. God shields me with kindness. I felt it. God shields me with kindness. Thank you, Lord. Psalms 5 and 12, CEV, Contemporary English Version. My heart, somebody, my heart is here. Your heart is here. My heart is here. Psalms 147, verse 3, New Living Translation. And once again, my mind is renewed. Romans 12 and 2, NIV. In the name of Jesus, somebody say, Amen. Let's decree these things to be so. Amen. If you want all these translations to be at your fingertips, because I use different translations, you need to, to download the Uvergent app. Download the Uvergent app to get all these translations and more at your, finger, at your fingertips. And that does not mean that you don't have to use your Bible, but it's also good to have the app alone, just in case you don't have all these translations already purchased in in Bible form. You can have them on your phone or on your tablet or whatever as a backup. Father God, 
touch and deliver the unsaved in accordance with Romans 10, 9 through 10. Help them to realize, admit, and renounce their sinful nature. Help them to realize and to admit that Jesus is Lord. Help them to realize and to admit their need for him as their Lord and Savior. They can't make it on their own. Help them to realize that. Open their eyes tonight, Father. Deliver every lost son, every lost daughter on tonight. That's Luke 15, also known as the product son. In Jesus' name, amen. This concludes tonight's message. If you're in need of prayer, hear me real good. If you need a prayer, you can send your prayer request to the website. To prolificfire.com. Send your prayer request to go. It would be better if I say go to prolificfire.com and send in. That's what I'm trying to say. Send in your prayer request at prolificfire.com. Send in your prayer request at prolificfire.com. Also, if you would like to donate, you can donate through prolificfire.com or you can just go to PayPal, paypal.me. Simply go to paypal.me slash prolificfire and use PayPal, or you can use the cash app. It's a dollar symbol and the ministry's name, prolificfire. Dollar symbol, prolificfire for the cash app. And for PayPal, it's paypal.me slash prolificfire, or go to the website, prolificfire.com. Send in your prayer request. It will come directly to me, and I will email you back as soon as possible. As soon as possible, I will email you back. Also, if you're interested in sponsoring the child, you can check that out on the website. Be sure to join Participate this Friday for Faith on the Line. Call in, even if you send your prayer request in to me. Still call in and be in the atmosphere because you don't know what the Lord is going to do on that night in prayer, in worship, and in, encourage, in, in encouragement because that's what she does. She leads us in prayer. She sets the atmosphere in worship. Then she leads us in prayer, and she give us, gives us encouragement. So even if you send your prayer request to me, still call in. And if you have another prayer request, or if you don't, don't send it to me. Make sure you're on the phone lines on Friday to get your prayer request your prayer request met. We will be taking your prayer request live on the air Friday night. It's Friday night, eight Eastern, seven Central, five Pacific. Eight Eastern, seven Central, five Pacific. I call in the same number that many of you call tonight, three four seven. 426-3782-347-426-3782. Then join us back here Monday night for Prolific Fire for another word from the Lord. Same night, time, and place. It's going to be good, so join us Monday night. Thank you, everybody, for being a part tonight. And everybody, under the sign of my voice, Have an awesome night in the Lord. I'm out.